Good morning, Noblesville First. I'd like to welcome you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to worship today. As I begin this morning, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the last eight years of ministry uh, with you here at Noblesville. My family and I have been truly blessed. Many times in ministry, I have been struck with awe at the way that God works among us. Through baptisms and confirmations, weddings, funerals, laughter, tears, mission trips, and pulling weeds out at Teeter, together we have built community and challenged each other toward deeper faith and action. My heart is full as I think back upon all the ways that I have been blessed in this place, and especially through the ministry of Teeter Retreat and Farm. Thanks to Pastor Jerry for encouraging the vision of Teeter Organic Farm and helping me make some vital early connections with Tyler Goff and Indy Urban Acres. Thanks to all the members of the Teeter operational team, to Pam and Tina, Gary, Amber, and Ron for their hard work, dedication, and constant support. Thanks to all of our wonderful farm volunteers. We could never have done it without you. And thanks... Uh, to our farm managers, Jonah Tab and Katie Rogers, for their expertise and leadership and dedication to our mission over the years. Thank you for helping me to see the amazing power of God to take what had been uh, ordinary and often taken for granted and turning it into something vital and life-giving for so many people. I appreciate the friendship and camaraderie Pastor Jack and Pastor Dick and I shared for several years in this place. I'm glad to have experienced the blessing of a wonderful music program with Mary Ressler, Deb and Don Smith, Cindy Romano, Jeff Wright, Kate Baker, Joe Coy, and our amazing choir and bell choir. I appreciate Tom and Janelle for their heart for students, uh, something that as my daughter has grown into the student ministry, I even appreciate more now. Thanks to Amber Good and all of the Orange Express leaders uh, who invest their time and energy in our children. Thank you to everyone who also served as a confirmation mentor and all of our confirmands who I've enjoyed watching learn and grow uh, in their faith over the past eight years. Thanks to Lindsay Sheridan and the preschool staff uh, for making our preschool uh, such a wonderful light in our community. Thanks to the missions and social justice and advocacy teams for all of their efforts to put their faith into action uh, and uh, be involved and engaged in acts of loving kindness. Thank you to everyone who has supported the work of Mission Guatemala and for the teams who joined me there along the way. Thanks for the opportunity to be part of Sunshine Friends and singing at Harbor Manor each month. These relationships have been uplifting and a pure joy uh, to me and to my daughter, Emma. Thanks to Thelma Harbor for uh, her love and support and for passing on her love of preschool uh, handbells and then her directorship to my daughter. Thanks to Pastor Matt and the Thursday worship group for uh, engaging in deep faith conversations and welcoming all people to the table. And thanks to all of you who shared your gifts uh, with me and told me your stories and let me be your pastor for the last eight years. It's been an honor and a privilege. 
And lastly, I'd just like to thank uh, my family for their constant love and support, and all of you for the ways that you've supported them along the way, too. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And now, let us join together in our call to worship. Gladden the hearts of your servants, O God. To you, O Lord, we lift up our hearts. The Lord is good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love. Listen to our cries, O God, and answer. God is great and does wondrous things. So we come to worship and bow down before you, O Lord. We glorify God's name together. Let us pray. 
We who so often take the wonders of creation for granted welcome the opportunity to make a joyful noise before you, O God. We come here this morning to worship and to praise you, glad that we live in this world filled with such diverse and beautiful examples of your creation. Yet joyful noises are not easy for everyone to make as we come from differing situations and life experiences. Some are burdened down with the stresses of daily living and all that involves, all that involves. Some wearied from tasks of serving others, some worried over the state of the world and where it all is leading. Speak to us all, O God, in the stillness of this time and remind us of Jesus' willingness to take our burdens upon himself and to learn from him, to experience his gentleness and steadfast love for all. Jesus also offers us his joy so that our joy might be complete. Confident in these promises, we offer this time of worship to you, O God, praying that it may may reflect our praise and thanksgiving for the gifts of creation and for all that Jesus has done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we turn to a time of prayer this morning, let us please keep in our hearts and minds this week, first of all, Sherry Evers, who had a second surgery on a broken leg this past Friday. Uh, Kathy Toms is having a procedure tomorrow for a kidney stone. Also, please keep in your prayer, Cindy Romano, our church organist. She's been experiencing some back pain, so she's going to take a couple weeks off from playing the organ. And we thank Tom Weesey's for pitching in for I want to pray for Jackie Lawrence as she broke her hand. Uh, prayers for our continued conversations taking place in our community that's been inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. We pray for the protests that they'll remain peaceful, but will also result in meaningful civil discourse on the systemic racism in our culture. Let's also keep in our prayers uh, Pastor Aaron, Michelle, and Emma as they start a new venture at Broadway United Methodist Church. Uh, Give them a good time of respite these next couple weeks, and then when they begin in July at Broadway, may you lead them and and just bless their ministry. Thank uh, them for their eight years of ministry here at Noblesville First. Please share your prayer concerns using the website to link to prayer requests. And use your Noblesville First app where the prayer request form is also available. Also, please be sure you continue to contact the pastoral care team for upcoming surgeries or any other pastoral needs. You can email us at care at noblesvillefirst.com or you can call the 24-7 care line at 317-773-2590 or you can also reach us to the church office at 317-773-2500. Let us now join together in our call to prayer. God who creates the future, you call us to follow you. Yet we confess we often prefer to remain where we are. You offer us new beginnings. Yet we continue to make the same familiar choices. You invite us into the fullness of life. Yet we distance ourselves from you and each other because of fear and doubt. Forgive us, O God. Cleanse us from every unworthy thought, word, and deed by the grace of Christ our Lord. Rouse us by the Spirit to be intentional, 
courageous disciples, even when the world does not welcome us or the word we proclaim in, your, in Jesus' name. All this we ask in his name. Amen.
Let us take some time for silent prayer, then I'll share a pastoral prayer, then we'll join together in the Lord's Prayer. Let us pray. Lord, as we come together this morning, we find our world in tremendous turmoil. And yet we also see some advancement of the kingdom of God. It's a great concern to face the racism that's been part of our country for so many years. As we try to deal with the violence that has been experienced, we turn to you and ask that we shrink not from what troubles us, but to look deeper and realize that behind the anger, there is a call for truth, a call for justice, as well as a call for mercy. So let us not be afraid of all those things. May we look into ourselves. May we be willing to learn, to grow, to understand, to realize that, that uh, we may not have a full awareness of our experiences and the differences that is experienced by persons of a different color. Help us to embrace all persons, break down the barriers that divide us, look for the things that make us distinct and unique, and celebrate that. And most of all, we're thankful for your Holy Spirit in this season of Pentecost that still finds a way to unite us all and calls us to the very best of ourselves. This morning, we especially lift up Pastor Aaron. On this Sunday, as they leave this congregation and experience the grief that comes, help our congregation, especially those who've had strong relationships with the Hobbs family. May we be aware of that grief. May we celebrate the time we've had together, but anoint them and bless the ministry that is to come. A new place with new challenges, new opportunities, new relationships, a time and place for growth. So bless their ministry. We also lift up our congregation as we'll begin to look forward to receiving our new pastor, Pastor Jill Moffitt. May we make the most of this time of transition. May we prepare ourselves to receive well. And may we continue to look and examine as we try to discover what kind of church we're called to be in this world that's changing so rapidly, so completely. All these things we lift up in the name of your Son, the one who has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Just the time I feel that I've been called in the mire of self Just the time I feel 
My mind's been bought by worldly wealth That's when the breeze begins to blow I know the Spirit's call And all my worldly wanderings Just melt into His love Oh, I want to know You more Deep within my soul I want to know You Oh, I want to know You To feel Your heart and know Your mind Looking in your eyes stirs up within me Cries that say I want to know you Oh, I want to know you more When my daily needs Ordinarily lose life and song My heart begins to bleed Sensitivity to Him is gone I've run the race but set My pace and face a shattered soul but the gentle arms of Jesus warm my hunger to behold. Oh, I want to know you more. Deep within my soul, I want to know you. Oh, I want to know you to feel your heart, to know your mind. Looking in your eyes stirs up within me Cries that say I want to know you Oh, I want to know you remember the day that Pastor Aaron came home from his Wabash pastoral leadership program. It was a trip to British Columbia. And he called and said that he had seen something he thought just might work out at the Teeter Retreat Center. And of course, I was eager to hear because the retreat center was losing money every year and uh, the endowment was about to run out. When he shared the idea of an organic farm, boy, it just seemed to click. It just felt right from the start. Very quickly, we made a contact uh, with the food pantry at Old Bethel United Methodist Church where they had an organic farm right next to it. And uh, he came and consulted with us, gave us some ideas of what we could do, wrote up a business plan. And um, very quickly, Aaron almost single-handedly that first year got that farm up and running with the help of some great volunteers. And they took that first step towards organic certification. Then we found Jonah who brought the organic farming experience we needed to launch the CSA program and the farmer's market. 
And now God has brought along in Katie Rogers the perfect person to take us to the next level. Aaron, thank you so much for listening to God on that eventful trip and having the determination to turn this vision into what it is today. Okay, so I wanted to start out by expressing how proud I am to be a two-year volunteer. Um, I'm especially proud of the fact that we have donated over 35,000 vegetable servings to local food programs since 2016. And so the whole Teeter volunteer team wanted to recognize your incredible idea of adding an organic farm to Teeter Retreat and starting this incredible mission to fight food insecurity. And we all agreed that the right thing to do was to name the first hoop house after you, Aaron. And so I know some people will say, you're naming a hoop house after Aaron. Why don't you do something bigger, better, name a trail after him, name a shelter after him. And my short answer really is that this is the most incredible place to be. In the winter, it's warm and sunny on a cold day. We have the most beautiful flowers and plants year-round, almost year-round. But especially because of the camaraderie of being part of this incredible mission. And Aaron, you say this a different way, but I'm going to say that this is your real chapel. This is where you connected to so many people and inspired us to start and stay on this incredible journey. And so on behalf of the congregation and the whole Teeter volunteer team, we wanted to recognize your vision, your inspiration, and we wanted to celebrate your accomplishment by naming the place where it all began after you, this hoop house. And so I present to you Hans Hoop House. <laughs> Getting to know you was a palpable relief in a world full of chaos and change. And um, one of the things that I picked up on right away is that what you've done here is far more than giving people food, um, it's experience. So we wanted to give you a visual reminder of that experience um, and all the people who feel such gratitude and love for you and your family. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember all these experiences. <laughs> well, there's 140 more. 140 more. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's. A, I didn't even realize it was a book. It looked like like a stepping stone almost. But there's a whole book of a bunch of other ones in here. So, should I do that again? Yeah, I will check it out. <laughs> Hey Erin, we just wanted to make a video to say goodbye and good luck and we had a fantastic time getting to know you and growth group was amazing and it was maybe one of my favorite times to get to know a small group of people in the church and we appreciate you heading that up and making our group always a fun place to be. Uh, we miss you, or no, we'll miss you, goodbye, good luck and we hope you to see you around. Thanks for all the help with confirmation. Yay! Thanks, Erin. Bye. My name is Bonnie Zickraff, and as you are all repositioning, I'm actually coming on board at Noblesville First as Hospitality Coordinator. I understand that you'll be heading to Broadway UMC very soon, so congratulations on this new part of your journeys for all of you. 
God is already opening new doors for you, for each of you, and his plans are always very good ones. I've watched many of your archived sermons on the Noblesville First website, Pastor, and through those I can honestly say that Broadway UMC is getting a mighty disciple of Jesus Christ coming into their church doors, along with a very devoted family. Hi, Erin. I just wanted to share, I remember that first planting day that we had out at Teeter. Um, and I remember this big ragtag bunch of volunteers in a really muddy field. Um, but that morning, I remember telling Madison, you're going to want to come to this because this is the start of something big. And, um, and it has been, it was the start of something big. And I'm so glad that we were there. And I'm so glad that our family has been able to work there together. It was such a blessing. And um, it has been a pleasure to watch a preacher uh, do the things that he preaches about. You are the hands and feet of Christ, and we can't wait to see what you do next. May the road rise to meet you. Hi, Aaron, Michelle, and Emma. This is Roger and Jean Sherman, and uh, we just want to express to you that uh, we have so thoroughly enjoyed having you at our church and you being the church for us for such a, seems like a short time, but I know it's eight years. And uh, we are just so, so thankful that you came and left the legacy you've left us. And and uh, the legacy I'm just thinking about right now is of course Teeter and uh, what a wonderful way for us to be a service to our community and to all people. And uh, Aaron, uh, we will never forget our time with you in Guatemala and uh, starting the mission. And I, uh, we both want to say thank you for your uh, heartfelt uh, service and leadership to our church. Uh, you're, you have a wonderful gift of uh, prayer, and you know that, and we thank you for sharing that with us and, and leaving some of your prayers with us. And we just uh, want to say thank you again and wish you well. And we know that God will be with you and that you guys will all love your new church and be of great service to those folks. And they will be so happy to have you in their midst. So thank you. God bless you all. God bless. Thank you, Hobbs family, for all you've done for our church. Best wishes in your new church. I, I hope you guys have good luck in your new church. Best of luck and wishing you all the best. Thanks for everything you did for Teeter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do for Orange Express. We're really going to miss you, Michelle, Emma, and Pastor Aaron at our church. And the mission trip that we went on and um, the sermons on Sunday really meant a lot in my life. I really appreciate you. Thank you for everything and best of luck in your new endeavors. We wish you the best. Can't wait to see you at your Bless new church. You. Hi, Aaron. Uh, thanks for everything that you've done here at Cedar Farm and uh, Noblesville First. You've made a difference in a lot of people's lives. So, right on. Absolutely huge difference, and we think the world of you and your family. And we are really going to miss you, man. See you soon. Aaron, there's so much happening in the world right now, and.
when I need to know that there are people out there doing the good work and not lose hope, you're one of the people I go to mentally and in person to talk to. And I just want to tell you that I'm really grateful for what you've done here and um, what you are to so many people. And I'm glad that I got to work with you for a while. Aaron, Michelle, and Emma. Thank you for all you have done for our church family. We love you and we will miss you. We are blessed for having worshiped with you. We are better people and better Christians for having known you. May, May God's, God's blessings, blessings be, be with, with you, you always. I just want to say thank you to the Haas family for everything they've done for this church. And I especially wanted to thank Emma because, I mean, she is just amazing. She works with the nursing home and she does bells for the preschoolers. I mean, whew, how could she get any better? But anyways, thank you to the Hobbs family, especially Emma. Bye. Okay, it's time to go get those children because in just two and a half minutes, we'll be having the children's message provided to us by Karen Staten this morning. Uh, next Sunday, we are going to be holding live worship out at the Teeter Organic Farm and Retreat. We'll have services at 8.15 and 10 a.m. in the Teeter Worship area. Uh, benches have already been placed six feet apart. Uh, ushers will also help people if they're bringing lawn chairs to find a spot that's six feet away in all directions from other people. And if you want, you can stay in your car out at Teeter. We're having an FM broadcast that'll tune to 100.1. Now, this won't do you any good at home, but this is just a local broadcast out at Teeter. And that way you can stay in your car, which will keep you even more safe from, from everything in that position. We are uh, requiring masks, especially as you're coming in and going out, because that's when we mix with other people. We recommend that you wear them at all times, but if you must take them off, uh, please wait until you are situated in place and, and six feet away from everybody, safe, socially distanced. We'll have parking attendants. We're going to use a color-coded system that will guide you to three types of parking. There'll be the general parking, there'll be parking for those with limited mobility, and then also those that are using the FM broadcast so you can have a good clear shot of visual of the worship space. Uh, the live stream that we've been doing at 9.30 will continue, except it'll now be totally pre-recorded. It'll be, it'll be called a Facebook premiere video. Uh, so we're going to start calling it online worship from now on. Keep in mind, if we have bad weather, we'll simply cancel the Teeter Outdoor Worship, so we'll just rely upon the online worship that we have already established. Uh, Carol Miller would like for me to mention that we have started, uh, we will be starting Monday prayer gathering beginning June 22nd, which is from 1130 to 12. We pray over all the prayer needs that are shared with us each week. And then next Sunday, we'll be also launching our summer uh, worship series. We're calling it God is Still Speaking, the Ten Commandments for Today. We'll take a close look at each of the Ten Commandments, see how they relate to us. So next Sunday, Pastor Matt and I will each share our perspective. We'll talk about what the Ten Commandments meant to the people that day, and then just focus on the first commandment, Thou shall not have other gods before me, and see how that relates to our circumstances today. Now at this time, we're going to see an announcement shared by Phyllis Hunter in her own unique fashion about bags, baskets, and blessings reimagined. Thank you. Hi, 
Perhaps you're wondering why I'm standing here surrounded by these really gorgeous purses and baskets. I'm going to explain it to you. There's a real good reason for it. And I'm going to explain it by reading a poem called, What is BBB Reimagined? Our UMW Bags, Baskets, and Blessings event has a new name. Some things have changed. Others have stayed the same. BBB Reimagined will be set up as an online store. We'll have bags of all kinds, gift baskets, and more. We welcome donations of things made by you. We'll add those to the site for people to view. Items won't be auctioned. If you like it, you buy it. It's something new. We hope you'll try it. With everyone's help, we can make this a hit. All money goes to UMW Missions, every little bit. So spread the word. BBB Reimagined is coming soon. Our goal is to be online by the end of June. Good morning, Orange Express friends. How are you doing? This is Mrs. Staten, and I'm one of the small group leaders for the kindergarten and first grade class. And on behalf of all of us small group leaders, we sure have missed you. It's been a really strange few months, hasn't it? How we haven't been able to get together in our church building, but we've been thinking about you and we've missed you a lot. We haven't had our large group where we've learned stories and done some playing of games. We've done some crafts in our small groups, chatted about the stories again, and then we had music and dancing with Miss Amanda. Remember how sometimes she would turn the lights off in Stevenson Hall and turn the special colorful lights on and we would just dance around? Pretty good memories, huh? Hey, our word of the month for June is faith. Faith is trusting in what you can't see because of what you can see. You can know Jesus even though you've never met him. And knowing Jesus, he, it changes the way you see everything. And remember, he can help you face your fears too. And knowing Jesus changes the way we see others. Hopefully you have been adjusting. You've found that you like to play games with your mom and dad and brothers and sisters. Go on some bike rides, go on some walks, have some really good quality family time. When the time is right, we'll get back together again. Maybe we'll see you out at Teeter Farms when we start having worship services and we can wave hi to you. And let's remember to thank Pastor Aaron, Miss Michelle and Emma for everything that they've done for not only Noblesville First United Methodist Church, but bringing Orange Express to our families as well. We have faith that they will do really well at their new church. Okay, until we see you again, please know that we love you and have a good summer. Bye. Now for our stewardship moment, I'd like to lift up a couple of things. First of all, this past Monday night, we hosted a blood drive. We had 27 units donated. That's the most we've had in the five years since I've been here. I was also told by the uh, director who oversees the blood drives that this is the largest blood drive so far this year. Secondly, I want to lift up the Noblesville Peaceful Protests for Black Lives Matter that was held last Sunday. That all started an event that gathered somewhere around 1,500 people 
uh, came to be because of conversations between our church and Bethel AME Church, Pastor Reverend Mindy Mays. That conversation got expanded to eventually include the Noblesville uh, Diversity Coalition, Noblesville Chamber of Commerce, the Noblesville Schools, as well as the uh, Public Safety Director, Chad Connect. So thank you for us historically being a, a church that reaches out to the community, to be a leader in the community, and we hope that this is just the beginning of several conversations that are going to truly make a difference in turning hearts and minds to realize that black lives do matter. So at this time, let us thank God for these tithes and offerings that you're continuing to give both online, by mail, and next week in person. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for all these gifts and we ask for your blessings. May you expand them, multiply them, and help us to invest them in real lives and transforming lives. Help us to be that beacon to the community, to this region, to the state, that we might help pave the way for cooperation, for reconciliation, for forgiveness, and the renewals of our minds to realize that all persons are your creatures. We are your children and ask that you help us to continue, continue to grow into the spiritual maturity you expect of each one of us. All this we ask in the name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
I want to take this opportunity to thank you for the countless blessings that you have been to our family during our time at Noblesville First. And more than anything, as a parent, for supporting Erin and me in growing and shaping Emma's faith. Your love for her has been boundless. You saw her as a partner in ministry despite her age, and for that I will be forever grateful. We will miss all of you so very much. Now Emma will share today's Psalm 37 verses 1 through 2, verse 10, and verses 35 through 36. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not be envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and weather like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good so you will live in the land and enjoy security. Do not fret. It leads only to evil, for the wicked shall be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Yet a little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look diligently for their place, they will not be there. I have seen the wicked oppressing and towering like a cedar of Lebanon. Again I passed by and they were no more. The way, the way sought them, they could not be found. The word of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, as I preach for the last time in this place, pour upon us your Holy Spirit so that your word may be proclaimed with passion and love and may it remind us that you are always a God of justice and in Christ transformation is always possible. Amen. Well, as I read this psalm this week, I began to dream hopeful dreams of that day when we would look for the wicked and find that they were nowhere to be found. It's kind of a glorious thing to think about. And then I began um, to make a list. I sometimes make lists of things to kind of get my thinking clear. And so I made a list of the wicked. You know, I had on my list racists, white supremacists, dictators, those who perpetuate police brutality, domestic violence, exploitation, and injustice. And I thought of the ways uh, the wicked create systems and institutions that divide and destroy and then deny their wicked purposes. Things like mass incarceration, militarized policing, racial profiling, exploiting of the poor by the powerful, health care disparities, and I could go on and on, and I'm sure you could name many, many things as well. And as I made this list, I could feel the anger beginning to well up inside of me. So I stopped making my list, and I decided to take a minute of self-reflection. Over the years of ministry, I've learned that when I feel anger, it is best if I pause and explore whether or not the thing that is angering me is something that would also anger God. The very existence uh, of these things, I think, would anger God. So I think he would join me in my anger and join us in our anger over this list. The very existence of these wicked things that so clearly violate God's call upon us to love God and to love our neighbor should get all of our blood boiling. But sometimes when I get angry, it is because someone has pointed out and challenged my privilege when I often like to pretend it does not exist or I don't even recognize it. 
Or sometimes I get angry because my feelings get hurt. Or because I don't like it when someone points out that I'm wrong or uninformed. And I'm going to then be inconveniently forced to switch out of my standard operating uh, mode. Or when I'm confronted with my own self-righteousness. That whole take the log out of your own eye before you uh, uh, complain about the splinter in mine. Uh, the kind of anger, this kind of anger boils up in me and likely in you too because you may know uh, that you're wrong, that we're wrong. But to admit it would require us to expand and expend considerable effort and likely considerable pain to change. But just like it hurts going to the gym on January 2nd after 10 months of sedentary living, This pain is for our own good and for the good of our world. It is clear throughout Scripture that God wants all of us to flourish. And when anyone is oppressed or dehumanized, it is an affront to God and to God's desire for life. God reminds us through the prophet in Jeremiah 29.11, For surely I know the plans I have for you, plans for your welfare and not for harm to give you a future with hope. But unlike our failed New New Year's resolutions related to exercise, we have come to this time and place where we can no longer wait to make changes, no matter how difficult or painful they are to make. As the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once wrote, we are confronted with the fierce urgency of now, In this unfolding conundrum of life and history, there is such a thing as being too late. This, right now, is a critical moment in our nation's history. We have had several such moments in the past, and sadly we have allowed ourselves to be satisfied with incremental changes, and that has resulted in the continued dehumanization and unholy sacrifice of black lives in America. George Floyd's murder put in clear view for the world to see how little regard some people and some systems in America have for black lives. It was like the white privileged veil was finally being stripped off of our nation and we did not like what we saw. But because this work of dismantling racism is hard work, it seems many people have decided to quickly move to the dark arts of denial and distraction. First, a bit about the denials, the old just a few bad bad apples denial. As comedian Chris Rock has pointed out in his commentary on police violence against unarmed black men, there are some professions where you can't have bad apples, like pilots. Who would fly if American Airlines' motto was, our pilots like to land the plane safely Most of the time, immediate, systemic, cultural change and reform is needed in law enforcement in America. Another denial, all lives matter. Look at the evidence. All of the names of unarmed black men murdered in our nation, and you know that this is not true. 
The time is now to say black lives matter because until they truly do, all lives will never matter. I don't see color. Sometimes I think people say that because they think that is the goal. Color blindness is not the goal. To deny part of another human being is to deny their culture, their history, and their humanness. We have all been created in the multi-hued image of God, and we should not deny this beautiful diversity, but let it enrich our lives and draw us toward one another as God intends. And now for the distractions. <clears throat> Jesus says in Matthew 23:23, 23, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint, dill, and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. Tearing down racist monuments and banning the Confederate flag at NASCAR races are positive steps forward because they do represent and celebrate a hateful ideology of white supremacy, but we cannot allow these actions to distract us from the weightier matters of justice. And we cannot let pride well up in us for these largely performative actions and convince ourselves that this is enough. It is a whole lot easier to tear down a statue and throw it in the sea than it is to examine our own racial prejudice and learn about the systemic and structural racism that has infected our nation for over 400 years. And don't even get me started about American Indians who were here before. But this time we must keep our eye on the ball because too many tears have fallen. Too many people have sacrificed. Too much blood has already been shed for us to settle for anything less. Because God is love, God is angry when any of his children are devalued. <clears throat> and God will not be deceived by our denials or performative acts of distraction. In Psalm 103.6, the psalmist makes clear, the Lord works vindication and justice for all who are oppressed. When individuals or systems violate and victimize any aspect of creation, then God's love is threatened and God gets angry, and so should we. C.S. Lewis captures this powerfully when he wrote, anger is the fluid that love bleeds when you cut it. So today I hope that you are angry, not at me, but at the fact that for far too long black lives have not mattered in this nation. The fire of the Spirit is burning, and I pray that this time you will not let the fire pass you by or be pacified, because it is the fire of the Lord calling each of us toward love and justice. Do the self-work. Read. Learn. Grow, be vigilant, and do not lose hope. Do not lose hope. As I close, I return to our scripture reading for today. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not be envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and weather like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so you will live in the land and enjoy security. 
Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For the wicked shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look diligently for their place, they will not be there. I have seen the wicked oppressing and towering like a cedar of Lebanon. Again I passed by, and they were no more. The way sought sought them. They could not be found. How beautiful will the day be when our black neighbors look for signs of racism and police brutality or inequities in education, health care, housing, and the justice system and find that they are nowhere to be found. What a glorious day that will be. But Christ is at work among us right here, right now, in this moment. The gospel is true. God is reconciling all things. Justice will reign and healing will come. And we are blessed to be agents of this good news, freed and empowered by the Spirit of God. So let us join in the holy work And make this vision come true. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now, um, for the last time, I leave you with these words of blessing and benediction. Go now in the unity of the Holy Spirit, trusting that in Christ we have received the power to learn and to grow and to be transformed in love as we seek justice and work for the common good of all humanity. The time is now. Keep pushing forward, and soon when we look for the evil of racism and white supremacy in our world, we will celebrate all together that it is nowhere to be found. May the peace of Christ be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Go in the grace of the Of his promises and believe.